My friends, welcome. The mainstream media is now warning us that it's time to get ready for food rationing. Of course, they're blaming Putin for the food crisis, but you and I know better. I find it interesting that they're even using the same verb, brace, that I used early last year when I warned you we were about to face this triple threat of inflation, supply chains collapsing, and food shortages. Well, we're now at that moment of impact. Tonight, I want to demonstrate that this is a deliberately engineered situation and that they're still taking steps to aggravate it. And then, more importantly, talk about how to start growing food in a way that can insulate your family from the effects of this food crisis. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer broadcast. And before I even begin, let me just observe that Telegram's banning of RT does not bode well for other alternative news sources who've been called Russian bots for the last few years, right? Uh, The censorship is growing quickly. I highly encourage you to bookmark IceAgeFarmer.com directly and even bookmark the IP address, which will help you get around domain name level censorship, which as I've covered is already happening. So yesterday in my report, I mentioned that Moldova had banned the export of grains, trying desperately to hold on to the food supply that they do have uh, and that other countries would be following suit, that this was now going to escalate quickly into a global food crisis. Indeed, that has happened with Hungary following suit just a few hours ago. Hungary is a big producer of grains and a net exporter. So when they ban exports of grains, that means that there are other countries, the net importers, who don't have the food, who are up a creek without a paddle now. Zero Hedge is picking up on the situation. Uh, food crisis is imminent. Hungry bans grain exports effective immediately. Those who have grains are no longer giving it away, and those who don't will soon find themselves in the middle of an epic food crisis. One of the, Europe's most grain-rich nations has effective immediately stopped exporting their grains. Expect uh, grain prices to continue to rise, even though they're already at record highs. In the weeks, next few weeks, as the world realizes the extent of the global food crisis that is coming, and it's here now, you can't just cut off 40% of the world's grains from the Black Sea region and expect things to keep working as planned. Indeed, here are the countries who depend on those grains to feed their people, with Egypt by far the largest buyer of grains from the Black Sea region. They are all rushing out to the market and frantically trying to buy any grains they can, which, by the way, is what Zero Hedge and any thinking person would recommend you do, go buy flour, rice, barley, anything you can get your hands on, don't wait because it will not be there. Here's something about Egypt rushing to find alternative wheat suppliers following the Ukraine crisis. Egypt scrambling to find alternative sources of wheat after the Russian invasion of Ukraine has put the supply in jeopardy. This is especially urgent to Egypt because the price of bread in Egypt has caused, in the past, protests in the country. You remember the Arab Spring. Yes. Quote, we must purchase and stockpile wheat as quickly as possible before this war breaks out. Well, it may be too late for that. So Egypt, desperately trying to bolster their food supply, is the EU doing the same thing? Is the US trying to protect its citizens? No, neither is. Yesterday I mentioned that the EU on Wednesday convened a meeting of their agriculture ministers and uh, is enacting a EU food crisis contingency plan, a crisis mechanism to monitor a food shortage. However, yesterday, Thursday, the 
Agricultural Minister of Germany announced that despite calls to relax the restrictions on farmers, right? There's the EU Common Agricultural Policy, the CAP, under the Farm to Fork program, says that farmers can't use all their land. They have to leave 4% of it or more fallow in order to receive subsidies which make farming economically possible. The Agricultural Minister of Germany announced yesterday they would not be relaxing those restrictions. In other words, we're not even going to put our land to use. We're not going to try and grow wheat now that we've cut off the 40% of global exports from the Ukraine. Just forget it. We want this crisis, is what he is telegraphing. And that's why German farmers were furious. Here's one video uh, by a farmer named Christian. I'll post a link to his YouTube channel below. And you don't have to understand his language to get the message here. He is very clear in his words when he says, Hunger is murder by the agricultural minister. What you're doing is murder. Some of his choice quotes, quote, In the midst of this catastrophe, this green eco-fanaticism equates to putting ecological madness before human lives. In other words, putting your land and not using it for growing crops, even as people are starving, is murder. Because that's the whole thing. They're saying it's global warming and we can't grow as much food because of the carbon emissions and we're not going to relax these restrictions even though there's a food crisis. Even on Wednesday they acknowledged it. But still yesterday, no, we're not going to let you grow food. It's pure madness. And that right there tells you that they want this food crisis. They need it to push their agenda through. The same thing is the case in the U.S. The Biden administration uh, inside sources have leaked that they are studying whether a biofuel waiver could ease food inflation. Quote, U.S. President Joe Biden's administration is studying whether waiving biofuel lending mandates could help offset the surge in prices for key food ingredients like corn and soil following this invasion of the Ukraine, according to sources in the administration. However, when Reuters contacted them, quote, the administration said, quote, there is no serious consideration of this by the White House, right? Because ethanol is good for global warming and we got to save the earth. Never mind the people that don't have food. They want this crisis, and they will not take steps to feed their people. Not in the EU, not in the US. In my video yesterday, I also asked the question, what does it mean when you enact the EU's food crisis contingency plan? Because details are quite scarce, and although I wrote them and asked for some details, somehow I doubt that I'll hear back. And we'll see. But I did scour uh, the, and found only one thing by Martin Armstrong here that said in 2016 the Merkel's administration had put into place a plan that allowed them to seize farms during a food crisis. Well, if you look around 2016, new German food policies, almost exclusively you will find headlines that talk about this new plan requiring Germans to have a 10-day food supply. Quote, the population will be obliged to hold an individual supply of food for 10 days. Sounds pretty reasonable, right? And that's all you'll find. Germany tells people to stockpile food. But if you go dig up this plan called the civil defense concept, and you pull up the plan right here, and you open it up and you find the section about emergency food, and you use Google Translate to figure out what the heck it says, 
you see that this is exactly the case. Quote, when the, when the basic food supply can no longer be achieved by the free market, then a supply of the, of the population with essential food through sovereign management, in other words, through the government, we will take over the farms, we will take over the food, and we will distribute it as we see fit. So this is, that's why the EU said on Wednesday, yes, there's a crisis, and on Thursday, no, we're not going to grow food to fix the crisis, because this is the plan. This was the plan in 2015 when they uh, convened John Podesta's food chain reaction game and said, we need more global government, we need a global carbon tax because of these food shortages that are happening. It's all in the script. And I think I've made that point pretty clear now. So I'm going to stop beating that horse and let's move on to what do we do about it, right? We all see it. We all know what's going on. We see that they're not even trying to help us. So we have to help ourselves. If you are only now thinking about this problem, because there are thousands of new people to this channel this week, so welcome. (laughs) Sorry the conditions aren't better. Here's what we now do. We need to stand up emergency survival gardens for our families and for our communities. And the way you structure your thinking around that, number one, calories. Try and produce enough calories to feed your family. If that means that you only grow potatoes because that's as much room as you have in your garden is just to try and move the needle, fine, that's good. And I've done videos before about potato growing bags where even just in a four foot by six foot little space, I had a three story uh, tower with grow bags full of potatoes and I yielded buckets of potatoes, right? You can make a meaningful difference in a very small space that fits on top of an RV, right? There's no excuse for you, or, or on an out apartment balcony. Do not tell me that you don't have room to grow food. Everyone has to be doing this at this point. So if that's all you have room for, grow some potatoes. If you can get your calories met, then you can move on to the next step, nutrition. Then you can mix in some beans and other things that will have good proteins to keep you uh, well fed, and other vitamin producing things. You can add in some herbs for uh, immune support, like turmeric, garlic, oregano, ginger. It's up to you how you structure this. Then the third priority finally would be how do things taste. If you want to mix in some hot peppers or uh, you know just other flavorful things to make your dishes interesting, then that's fine. But you have to first take care of the needs, calories, and nutrition before you have any fun. And of course, step zero is go obtain what you can now and put it away. Can it, store it, buy the grains, put them in buckets, with oxygen absorbers if you have them, position yourself to be able to, w- with a buffer, to be able to weather this storm in front of us. You know, we've, we've, we've known this was coming. We talked in 2019 about the UN discussing openly that we needed global food rationing to whip people into shape to accept the agendas and the climate change nonsense. And here it is, right from the mainstream media. It's, it's almost surreal. And it's certainly unfortunate. But let's all get to growing food immediately. That's, that's where we are now. And please spread this message. If everyone were growing as much as they can, then we would literally remove from them their power over us. They would no longer have leverage to control us. We just walk away from these toxic practices of industrial agriculture. So help me get the message out. Folks, you can find this report on iceagefarmer.com and in telegram at t.me slash iceagefarmer until they 
apparently are censoring now too. So it's disappointing. If you appreciate this broadcast, and if you value this information, I need your support to keep it going. There's a few ways you can do that listed at icesagefarmer.com support or send me a note icesagefarmer at protonmail.com. And I very genuinely appreciate your help. Thanks for watching, folks. Let's go grow abundant food and raise awesome animals and have a good time doing it. Be well.